Hello, bookworms, and welcome to Oh, for the Love of Books. This show gives you information from the books I've read or ones you suggest for me to read. I'm your host, Jessica Vickery, and thank you for joining me. This is Scary Stories, Unexplained Creatures Caught in the Act. Ten True Stories of the Unimaginable Scary by Hector Z. Gregory. The first story I'll touch on is the West Virginia Mothman. The first time he was spotted was in November of 1966. Five men were working in a local cemetery digging a grave for the upcoming funeral. The sun was setting and they wanted to get it done quickly. As they started to work, they heard this odd sound from the forest. They stopped and looked around. One thought it was a large bird or something, but they all knew it was too loud for a bird. They started to work again, then a large winged creature rose from the treetops, hovered for a moment, and took off into the sky. Then Roger and Linda Scarberry were taking a night drive with Steve and Mary Millette in mid-November 1966 and passed an abandoned factory used in World War II. It was dark and the only light was from their headlights. Linda looked out her window while passing the factory and something strange caught her eye. In the darkness, she seen two blood-red glowing eyes. She screamed and the others asked if she was okay. She told them what she had seen, so Roger pulled over and shone his headlights where Lydia seen it, and they all saw what looked like a seven-foot-tall creature with large wings and a human body. They got out of there fast, but then the creature was standing on the side of the road and followed them. They headed for the police station in the nearby town, hoping it would stop following them. Once they got to the town, it was no longer behind them. They explained to the police what they saw, and believe it or not, they were not made fun of or called crazy. They thought something must have followed them and sent a team out to investigate, but they never found anything. That same night, Newell Partridge was at home watching TV when it went down. He thought it was either a fuse or the TV needed to be fixed, but then he heard a strange noise from his yard. He said it sounded like a generator starting. It was a distinct whining noise, not made by anything natural. He got up and grabbed his flashlight to see what it was, then he heard his dog Bandit outside howling. So he stepped outside and Bandit was howling at the hay barn. He pointed the flashlight at it, and what he seen terrified him. Two glowing red eyes. As soon as Bandit saw the eyes, he took off into the barn. Noel tried to call him back, but that didn't work. So he ran back into the house for a shotgun, but was too scared to go back out. So he locked up and spent the long sleepless night with his gun beside him. The next morning, he went out to look for Bandit everywhere, but never found him. Two days later, he seen a newspaper report about what the two young couples driving by the factory had seen and called the police to report what happened to him. Not long after that, Marcella Bennett, her boyfriend Raymond, and her young daughter Kathy were going to see the Thompsons, who had one of the only houses near the factory. 
They heard the story and thought nothing would happen to them. So they pulled up and went to the door, and the Thompson's children told them their parents went to night mass. So Raymond turns around and walks back to the car. While Marcella was walking back, she saw a large figure moving in the darkness. She quickly put her key in the lock, and then she felt a chill go up her spine. As she turned to face whatever was behind her, pure terror gripped her as she took in the horrific creature that stood before her. It was at least seven feet tall with large wings, and a body of a man stared back at her. She claimed that one of the creature's most distinctive features was the facial features were on its chest. She let out a scream of terror and ran back to the house with Raymond and Kathy right behind her. Once inside, they locked the doors and called the police. Over the next year, the police have received over 100 calls about sightings of the Mothman. To this day, there are still some reported sightings of the dark-figured Mothman speeding across the sky. The Clayton Family Creature In 78, the Clayton family lived a quiet life on a small piece of land in Minerva, Ohio. Behind their house was a dense wooded area, and there was also an abandoned strip mine. They rarely went into the woods, but their children would explore occasionally. The Clayton family has a vague notion that something or someone lived in the woods. Sometimes they would hear rocks being thrown at their garage, but they were never worried or feared for their safety. They just thought it was a hermit. But one fateful night, while they were having people over, that all changed. It was around 10.30 at night when Howie, Evelyn, and their guests were sitting outside on their porch, talking and listening to the sounds of the night. Someone was in the middle of telling a gripping tale when they heard something rustle near the chicken coop. No one really paid attention, as it wasn't loud or ominous, and everyone assumed it was a small woodland creature. Scott, one of the guests, turned in his chair and assumed he would see a possum or raccoon dart across the yard. He narrowed his eyes to get a better look and saw something truly startling. Gazing back at him from behind the coop were a pair of bright yellow eyes. He turned back to the group and asked if anyone else could see the yellow eyes near the coop. The night suddenly seemed deathly quiet as the Clayton and their guests recognized that a bizarre creature was in the backyard. As the rest of the group tried to figure out what creature had yellow eyes, when Scott jumped up and ran to his car and shone his headlights at the chicken coop. As his lights hit the coop, Scott's blood ran cold. Standing by the coop was a creature who looked about seven feet tall and covered in thick matted hair. Scott froze. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. He heard rumors of sightings of a Bigfoot-type creature in the area, but never believed them. Before he has a chance to decide what to do next, the creature charged straight towards his car. He could hear the rest of the group screaming from the back porch as the creature got closer and closer. Without thinking twice, he threw open his door and bolted to the house. He didn't dare look back until he was safe inside the house. Everyone ran around making sure all the windows and doors were locked tight. Evelyn then grabbed the phone and immediately called the sheriff's office. 
They all huddled in the kitchen until the police arrived. Realizing that everyone was inside, the creature began to approach various windows and peered inside. Howie and Scott grabbed some shotguns and pointed at the creature. Instead of running away, the creature just continued to stare. It seemed unconcerned that there were guns trained on it just waiting for it to make a wrong move. Before long, the red and blue flashing lights illuminated the driveway and chicken coop. Deputy Sheriff Shannon had been assigned to check out the disturbance on the property. As the deputy got out of the car, he noticed an overwhelming foul odor of rotten eggs. He shrugged it off and assumed that someone might have left the garbage out. When he got to the back door, it flung open and he was ushered in where he found several terrified people. Once he had gotten someone to calm down, to tell him exactly what happened, he went to investigate the chicken coop. He didn't find anything other than the sulfur smell was stronger by the coop. Despite not finding evidence to corroborate what they saw, Deputy Shannon was inclined to believe that they had seen something disturbing. He called in backup to check out the woods behind the house. That night, the officers found a mysterious footprint that was 14 inches long. The next evening, the Clayton's eldest daughter named Mary went to visit her parents. They had told her what happened, and she was eager to check in on them. As she turned her car into the driveway, she saw something that would stay with her for the rest of her life. At the top of the hill, just behind her parents' house, Mary could make out a tall creature who was covered in hair. She was filled with fear as she realized that this was the creature who had been bothering her parents and friends the night before. The creature didn't seem to be interested in Mary and simply just wandered off. The creature didn't come back that night, but it did the next night. While Howie was getting ready for bed, he looked out his window and saw the creature standing at the edge of the forest. He didn't want to repeat from the night before and took a shotgun and shot just above the creature's head. It had startled it and ran away. Satisfied that it was gone, Howie finished getting ready for bed. He was just about to go to sleep when he heard something clank on the metal roof. It sounded like a small rock. Howie sighed and decided it was probably nothing. He had just closed his eyes when he heard a second clank then a third, then a fourth. All night long, someone threw rocks against the Clayton's house. The Clayton's have not been bothered by the creature in recent years. It is believed to still roam the area, though. The next episode, I think I'm going to visit a haunted airport and a hotel. Thank you for spending time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to my show. Thank you again. And remember, dream big and keep reading.